Welcome to episode 22 of A Moment of Magic. I'm your host, Lynn Stewart, also known as Mystic Sariel. I'm a psychic clairvoyant, spiritual teacher and Reiki master. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. I also have a website which is www.mysticsariel.co.uk. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about the sun. The sun is vital to the survival of our planet. It gives life, generates light and energy. In astrology, your sun sign, also known as your star sign or zodiac sign, is usually the one astrological sign most people will know about themselves. This sign tells us which astrological sign of the zodiac the sun was in on the day that we were born. There are 12 signs of the zodiac, However, more recently, a 13th sign was discovered. However, there are in fact only 12 signs of the zodiac in tropic or western astrology, and the 13th sign is not actually a zodiac sign, but a constellation called Ophiuchus. So the 12 zodiac signs represent equally sized 30 degree divisions of the sky, which is why the sun resides in front of each zodiac sign for a precise interval, which is approximately about a month. Whereas the sun is in front of constellations for varying amounts of time, which is why Ophiuchus is a forgotten constellation rather than a zodiac sign. I personally still very much see myself as a Sagittarius being born on the 25th of November. However, I am also on the cusp of Scorpio and if I took into account the positioning of the Sun in Ophiuchus, I would therefore be a Scorpio instead. So as a Sagittarius Sun sign, I can very much relate to the personality traits of this particular sign. Sagittarius is generally very optimistic, usually seeing the glass full rather than half empty. Being a centaur, half human, half horse, we are freedom loving and like to travel. Sagittarius is deeply spiritual. They have one foot on the earth plane and one foot in the spirit world. Spirituality, faith and religion is very important to us Sagis. We are philosophical and like to talk about the bigger questions and meaning of life. Being ruled by the planet Jupiter, the planet of luck, Sagittarians can also be seen as very lucky. My personal opinion is our optimism, despite experiencing challenges and hardships, is what can make us seem that we are lucky. However, the truth is we can still hurt, but I think we are quite good at hiding our sadness from others. A little bit like comedians use their humour to distract people from the pain underneath the surface. In my experience, Sagittarians are pretty happy-go-lucky, laid-back, friendly, humorous, forgiving and philosophical thinkers. We usually have a love of discovering new places and cultures. We are independent free spirits and like to socialise but prefer one-on-one deep and meaningful conversations rather than groups. 
Your sun sign is a generalized view of you as a person. It's only when you understand the meaning of your moon and rising or ascendant signs that you can have various different aspects which make up your personality. Although I think I am a typical Sagittarian in a lot of ways, I can see that I have a couple of traits which are more like Scorpio, such as my intensity and sensitivity. However, my Pisces moon could also explain why I can be extremely sensitive. The sun is masculine, whereas the the moon is feminine. I see the sun as being linked to the fire signs of Aries, Leo and Sagittarius, as I view sun energy as taking action towards your dreams, rather than resting on your laurels. And so fire signs can be prone to burnout because they overexert their energy. In the tarot, the sun card in the major arcana is ruled by the sun. It represents happier times ahead, It can relate to summer and warmer climates. In regards to children, it can represent a son, as quite often a little boy is depicted on the card riding a white horse in traditional tarot. However, it can also symbolise twins, normally twin boys or a girl and a boy. In ancient religion, it was common to celebrate festivals where the sun is honoured and celebrated. These traditions continue today. For example, in paganism or Wiccan tradition, there are four solar festivals, which are the summer solstice or Litha, Yule or the winter solstice, Astara, which is the spring equinox, and Mabon, which is the autumn equinox. They are considered the four greater sabbats or quarter holidays. Various deities and gods and goddesses are connected to the sun. For example, in the Shinto religion of Japan, Amaterasu is the goddess of the sun. Her name means she who shines in heaven. In Norse mythology, Sol, also called Sunna, is the goddess of the sun. Apollo is the Greek and Roman sun god. Lu is the Celtic sun god. Ain and Brigide are Celtic sun goddesses. Ra is the Egyptian sun god and Bast, the Egyptian sun goddess. There are many more deities. These are just a few examples of gods and goddesses you may want to work with when celebrating or honouring the sun. The ancient Egyptians worshipped the sun as a god because of its life-giving qualities. The creator of the universe and the giver of life, the sun also known as the sun god Ra, also known as Re, represented life, warmth and growth. This concludes episode 22 of A Moment of Magic. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode. Due to the holiday period, I will be taking a two-week break and so I'll be coming back to you in a couple of weeks with a brand new podcast episode. The full moon in Aquarius falls on the 24th of July here in the UK and due to the planetary positions in June, you could be nursing a hangover from the energetic changes and frequencies. So if you are feeling wired, tired or irritable, This is normal considering what we have experienced planetary wise. Just be kind to yourself. 
Aquarius is a free thinker, non-conformist, so you could have been making radical changes in your life or feeling able to express your truth and authenticity after suppressing your emotions for some time. I look forward to the next time and remember in the meantime, never stop believing in your own magic.